Well, 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 we are coming to you from 2024. It's 2024. The new year is upon us. <laughs> Lauren is in her childhood bedroom. She's fully regressed by this year of 2024. I just love how you say it. Like we're coming to you from the future in 2024 <laughs> to tell you what happens. No, Chandler, that's right. We are in the new year. It's a I'm going to tell you what happens, Lauren. I'm going to tell you what happens. Love has won. Mother God was oh, right. Gosh. <laughs> Shit. Are you with Robin and the Galactics right now? I would pan the camera around to you to show you Robin, but um, yeah, he's not. He's not <laughs> that. I have to weigh 103 pounds for Robin to actually show up. <laughs> okay. Sorry, everyone. Oh. Watch, watch Love Has One. Yeah. Watch Love Has One. Okay. Chandler, I'm so excited to be recording with you today because I feel like it's been two full weeks since we've recorded an episode. I know. It's been a while. I feel like we've barely even talked. So everyone, we pre-recorded the episodes through the last two weeks of December because we wanted to just take a little breather, take a little time off. And I guess once we were done recording, we were like done with each other. Like, see ya. We kind of ghosted each other. And I'm going to be honest, it was a little nice. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh yeah right you missed me i missed you you're well, here's what Ben's happened family right now in florida okay what let me just say i found myself wanting to text you something funny okay but you Which couldn't something you I, save for the pod no 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 i did it was like what i sent you about my knitting but i was like this is so odd to be like wanting to send lauren a funny text like typically it's like it's business negotiations all day Oh, texting me for fun. Yes. Oh, whatever. We still have a fun relationship. I texted you that YouTube video. Do you want to share with the with the listeners what I sh- what? what I shared with you? What YouTube video like, about the girl who makes four point five million dollars a year selling dumplings? You did send me this this video. <laughs> I didn't watch it. <laughs> So apparently there's a woman, I didn't watch it either, but I just saw the YouTube thumbnail and it says she makes $4.5 million per year selling dumplings. And I thought this could be Chandler if she really put her shoulder to the wheel. I'm sorry. You have a thousand (laughs) times more like grit within you and you couldn't even get fresh homemade cookies up off the ground. There's no way I'm getting fresh homemade dumplings up off the ground. I don't know. Selling dumplings, it just seems like a very straightforward activity. It doesn't seem like it should be that hard of a business. And so anyway, I just thought it might, might inspire you, but I guess I did not. It's hilarious because people will sometimes be like, Lauren, can you talk more about entrepreneurship? This is all she has to <laughs> offer people. Okay. <laughs> Don't ask her those questions anymore because this is where like the knowledge taps out. That's very nice. Chandler. I think I've been asked that maybe once. And probably by someone who's like 14 and works at Golden Spoon. So I don't think anyone's that interested in my thoughts on entrepreneurship. People think you're like a a real Scott Galloway. Exactly. Okay, wait. So I am dying to talk to you about a few things. The first, have we debriefed about this over the phone? Because I don't think we have. No. And let me just say, there have been like not a ton of things have happened, but there have been a few kind of bigger things that have happened that I've also been dying to discuss with you that I have had to save myself for the podcast. Okay. What should we get into first? Let's just knock out John Jansen, Alexis Bellino. 
Thank you. That's what I really wanted to talk to you about as well. Oh my gosh, everyone. So Alexis Bellino posted on her Instagram a photo of a truly hideous Van Cleef ring. And I feel so bad if any of our listeners like Van Cleef or have this ring. I feel like 100% I'm going to get a notification that someone's deleted their Patreon. And and then in the memo, they're going to be like, this bitch hates my ring. But anyway, I got to be honest. This ring is fog as fuck. Wow. Starting off strong. <laughs> not only is it, it's not my style. That's the nice way I'm going to put it so I don't get hate. It's not, my, it's not my, not to my taste. It's not to my taste. But it's when you find out how much money it is, it really gets a lot worse. So it's a $12,000 ring that, in my opinion, looks like a Christmas napkin holder. Okay. Yes. It's that giving, shrunk, that shrunk in the wash. It belongs at like with a set of chargers for, at Pier One. Do you know what chargers <laughs> are, Lauren? Have you ever had a dinner party before? Probably How not. How dare you? I do. I know exactly what chargers are. How dare you insult Pier One? Okay. This is like full Tuesday morning. This is it's bad. TJ Maxx. It is so bad. And anyway, so Alexis posted, uh, I could say something really rude right now. I don't know if I'll keep this in. You know what? I will. This bitch is so rude to be doing this to Shannon Bajor. She is so I'll rude. I'll say it. She's depraved. The photo, it's giving Prince Charles. That's all I'm going to say. The ring looks a little tight. And anyway, oh, it says... <laughs> Wait, please read the caption. The caption's the best part about all of this. Do we need to recap who these people are for people yeah, who are non-OC followers? I'll quickly do it. For non-Bravo OC Real Housewives people, Alexis Bellino is a former Real Housewife of Orange County. She is now going to be on this next season. But she was a, you know, a former housewife who is now dating Shannon Bedore's ex, John Jansen. If you remember, we all were really into Shannon and John, you know, when they first, you know, stepped out together. He was like a great post-David Bedore, you know, fling. And then we thought he was like the best thing ever. Now we are realizing that he is a housewives grifter and he is like the new slate. Fame whore, yes. Shannon Bedore was also on Real Housewives of Orange County, and she yes. went through a really nasty divorce, and really her husband cheated. It was just awful. And yeah, and so anyway, so she seemed to have found love, and unfortunately, John Jansen broke up with her and has proceeded to now have a relationship with one of her ex-co-stars. Alexis Bellino, in my opinion, for doing this, it's just so thirsty. It's so inappropriate. It's just... It's, it's frankly cruel. And anyway, this is what the caption reads on the photo. It says, words cannot, actions do. I will no longer feel guilty. I will not apologize. Love will create its own story. I love you, Johnny Day. Hashtag love wins. Hashtag not engaged. Hashtag promised. Hashtag Merry Christmas at Van Cleef. <gasps> Where do we even begin? Words cannot. Wait. Actions Words cannot. <laughs> She's a poet. She's coming for your spot. Thank you for the haiku, Alexis. I will no longer feel guilty. I will not apologize. It's so unbelievable. It's so like, what is there to even say about this gobbledygook? I just, I can't. I can't either. She is clearly coming out of the gate swinging, dating John Jansen, being spotted with him all over town. Like she is ready to be, you know, just honestly, fully not a girl's girl. She is not trying to be at all sensitive to Shannon. And I think that shows a depraved side of her. 
No, that's exactly right. They called paparazzi. They pulled a Bronwyn Wyndham Burke and were pictured in crisp DSLR close-up photos, you know, walking through somewhere in Newport Beach where paparazzi don't go. Also, paparazzi aren't chasing John Jansen and Alexis Bellino, no. okay? These aren't even D-listers. These are Z-listers. And so... I think that is just such a thirsty fame grab. It's such a grab for an orange. It's really quite cruel. I hope the gals are rallying around Shannon. I think Shannon has her own set of issues, but I just hope that the gals are rallying around her. Okay, there's another thing, though, about this Van Cleef post that the sleuths of the internet have uncovered, all right? And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, something didn't sit right. The math wasn't mathing that John Jansen gave her this really expensive ring. John Jansen is not mega loaded. He is not a millionaire. He is just a, I think he's just a regular guy and a $12,000 ring. He's probably a low level millionaire. You think? I don't know that he I is. So. I mean, I, I just don't think anyone lives in Newport beach, like on the water and doesn't have at least a net worth of a million bucks. Okay. Well, apparently David Bedore's, sister is the store manager of the Costa Mesa Van Cleef. Which also, did you know that Leslie Bedore liked the photo? Yes. Yes. So what are you, so are you saying that Van Cleef Costa Mesa hooked them up? With yes. This I mean, she also tagged them. I just, I don't see that. Honestly, Van Cleef does not need Alexis Bellino well, to maybe help there was, with their marketing. Maybe there was a small discount. Lauren, you're not that into the internet sleuths, the connection with the Bedores with this part of the story. Clearly, you you don't think they like gave her any type of discount. I don't think they gave her a single dollar discount. I've been into Van Cleef, okay? I have tried on things at Van Cleef. This is like a very nice store. The average price point is five figures in this store. They just don't need Alexis Bellino. Like they would be working with Gigi Hadid. They're not cool, so they wouldn't be working sure, with Gigi Hadid. Sure. But like, if they were going to work with someone, it would be someone on that level. Sure. Absolutely not Alexis well, Bellino. I just, I don't really understand. I don't understand how John Jansen is rich, personally. Well, that's a mystery we're going to have to leave for another day. Sure. Because we have other things to get into, which is Royal Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, everyone. Okay. Can I talk to you about a product that you love, that Courtney loves, and that I love? Please. Early Bird CBD Gummies are so phenomenal, everyone. They are the perfect 2.5 milligrams of THC and 12.5 milligrams of CBD. So this concoction, it gives you the warmest, gooeyest feeling. They have the magic formula. I love the watermelon flavor. That's my favorite. I also love using them when I know I need to get a good night's sleep and I can sleep in. You guys, we love Early Bird CBD so much. We reached out to them to see if they'd be interested in sponsoring the show because we were like, these products, these gummies, Everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Earlybirdcbd.com, POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Do yourself a favor. Try the gummies. They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. Earlybirdcbd.com. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my mm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. 
Yeah, I feel like it's such a good staple because the protein powder, if you blend it with ice and water, you got vanilla frosty, essentially, if you like the Simply Vanilla. If you get chocolate brownie powder, you've got a chocolate frosty. You could do the mint chocolate chip, you got a thin mint frosty, or you just dissolve it in milk or water, and that also strangely tastes really good like chocolate milk it's a super fast easy quick snack also i just love that the ingredients are clean they're grass-fed it's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories it is just the best protein powder out there everyone go to cleansimpleeats.com and use the promo code pop apologist for 10 percent off that's pop apologist for 10 percent off cleansimpleeats.com pop apologist for 10 percent off I just want to talk to you really briefly about the Kristen Takeman, mm-hmm. Josh Takeman stuff. I found Ultimate Girl Strip to be delightful. Yes. Obviously, I love seeing St. Bart's. Very wonderful to see. But the thing that I've been the most intrigued about is watching Kristen handle that situation. Can we get into this a little bit? Please, let's get into it. I also found Ultimate Girl Strip to be like super fun to watch, easy to watch. You know, there is Mm -hmm. the classic three people screaming at each other at the same time, you know, housewives shtick, but it was enjoyable for me. And also just, I just love, I love Dorinda. Say what you want to say. I love watching Dorinda. I could watch her forever. These women are truly great A television. I do think that they are iconic in a way that the new housewives of New York could only aspire to. There's just something about them. Maybe it's a familiarity. Maybe it's the fact that they've just been on my screen for over a decade, but It was just like coming home watching them. Correct. And I'm truly loving it. However, okay, Kristen Takeman, by the way, who I adore. I think Kristen Takeman, I miss her on Real Housewives of New York. I thought she was a perfect addition. I really adored her on my screen. So with that caveat aside, the women basically bring up that... Kristen Tickman's husband was on Ashley Madison. So this is a scandal that happened a couple weeks after Kristen Tickman was fired from Real Housewives of New York. Mm -hmm. And essentially, remember when Ashley Madison like oh, yes. it was leaked who was on there? Yes, I remember because we also recently maybe touched on this because I'm pretty sure Josh Duggar was on it as well. Right. Yes, he was. So it was the huge leak. And one of the people that they found that was on there was Josh Takeman. And so the women on the show bring this up, right? Because obviously we have not had Kristen talking about it on TV. She was off TV when it happened. They released like a statement and then that was it. I think too, you know, she seemed to have a pretty great marriage compared to like a lot of the other women on the show. I think he got a pretty bad, I actually, because I've been doing a little bit of like, you know, rewatching Kristen Takeman on Real Housewives in New York City. Yeah. And I think he got a pretty bad edit, to be honest. Like one of the famous scenes is when she makes him dinner and he basically like belittles her and like, because he's super late coming home for dinner it's not hot anymore and she's very irritated with him that he didn't tell her Mm -hmm. that she was that he was going to be so late and anyway he kind of like belittles her and is like clearly you don't understand like business and like conference calls and like she's running late and stuff like that okay so i think he i actually don't think he got like the best rap on roni yeah yeah okay maybe i'm remembering this a little bit yeah, it, w- it was totally shocking, obviously. And so the women bring it up on Ultimate Girls Trip. And she kind of like just completely deflects and is like, I know my husband didn't cheat. Like, I know my truth. And we've moved on from that. And 
I'm curious, what did you think about this? So when it first gets brought up, I had been waiting for this moment, you know, for years because I was also very curious and they have obviously stayed together. She says, you know, she says, well, he didn't cheat. He actually didn't cheat. She's kind of like, gotcha. You know, it's hilarious. You guys brought this up, but he didn't cheat. And then she says, she mentions that he signed up for it as a joke with his friends. She makes it sound like it was this like boys night, you know, we're just going to get rowdy. And how funny would it be if we, you started an account on Ashley Madison. And so, and then she right. says, you know, but he didn't cheat. He never cheated. I know my truth, which is like literally my favorite expression of all time. Because <laughs> no one can argue with your truth. <laughs> the women then bring up that there were like something like 87 transactions on his account. Okay, Chandler, yes. And let me bring my research to the floor here because there is so much more to Josh Takeman being on Ashley Madison that really? I just find her response to be so baffling. Yes. So when it first came out, Josh Takeman basically denied it. And he was like, that's fucking bananas that I was on Ashley Madison. Like he just says that he said, in a quote, there's not a shot in hell that's effing bananas and that his card must have been used fraudulently. Okay. But after it was the leak happened, it's completely revealed. It shows his actual email that and the email address is the same as his Twitter handle. Like it's very clearly him. He released a statement and he said, I did sign up for the site foolishly and ignorantly with a group of friends. And I deeply apologize for any embarrassment or pain I brought to my wife and family. We both look forward to moving past this and getting on with our lives. So you know what, Chandler? I could give someone the benefit of the doubt sure. that they did something like this. Like, yes, my credulity would be a little strained, but I don't know. Like, I signed up for like, uh, well, I'm, I'm let's hear it. What'd you sign it. up for, bitch? What'd you sign up for? <laughs> well, I signed up for uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all our listeners' ears are perking like, up. What is where? What is coming right now? Okay, so when I was 23, me and my friend, who will remain unnamed, we created a profile on seekingarrangement.com to <laughs> check out just for fun. It was sure. it was a it was a night. It was hilarious. I never yeah. messaged with anyone on seeking now I'm fully Josh Takeman. Okay. <laughs> Lauren's like, that's bananas. I don't know why that money got deposited into my account. Must have been a fraudulent <laughs> deposit of 500 k <laughs> I never corresponded with anyone. I never did anything like that. But I did, with my friend, read the profiles. Okay, there we go. It's out. Let me say, too, when she says this tidbit about how he did it with a group of friends, I was also like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, I wouldn't be necessarily thrilled if Ben and his friends, you know, did that, you know, at a boy's night out. But I think, like, I can understand pranking and just sort of, like, a rowdy, like, just I don't know you just totally. do stupid stuff like, to be funny you exactly exactly and so anyway all in good fun whatever but this is this is what the research actually demonstrates Chandler so what the Daily Mail reports is that he had not just signed up but he had paid to access the site 62 separate mm-hmm. times spending a total of $1,500 and a <gasps> membership that spanned over three years Okay, and there are literally timestamps of every time that he signed in to seeking or to Ashley Madison. And at one point, she was three months pregnant with one of their kids. Oh my gosh. 
And I think the way that Ashley Madison works, which is different than seeking or it was at the time that I had my rendezvous, was it was free. You didn't have like, a rendezvous. Free. Please let the record say that you did not have a rendezvous. <laughs> I never I did not have a rendezvous, <laughs> but I had a rendezvous with the website. Okay. Okay. I had a fun Poor time scrolling choice. the profiles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it didn't require a credit card. You didn't have to pay any money. You didn't have to sign up or you don't have to like, you know what I mean? Like you don't have yeah. to, there was no paywall. And the way that Ashley Madison works though, is that there's a paywall to basically do anything on it. So to message someone like you, you buy credits to message people. Um, I know this because of the, it's all in this article, by the way. <laughs> and so th- there's a huge like fingerprint. And I right. just don't think that like you continually you know put in your credit card and authorize transactions for something that's just a one-night joke right absolutely not not over three (laughs) years this is not a three-year-long buddy prank no exactly yeah and this is what it says it says so ashley madison operates under the tagline life is short have an affair it's accessible for free but users must buy credits to send messages 49 dollars gets 100 credits while 250 earns a thousand credits and a money back guarantee if you don't have an affair within three months you're absolutely kidding (laughs) no this is a depraved world we're living in didn't anonymous ashley madison maybe might have been yeah i think so Anyway, actually, I think this actually is what flies in the face of his argument as well. It says that he could have created an account for free, but to contact people, it costs money. Right. So he contacted people ostensibly $1,500 worth of times. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So this is what it says. It says, Takeman was a prolific user with 62 separate transactions between June 2011 and June 2014, when his activity abruptly stops shortly after the couple's debut on Roni and his public profile and scrutiny of the couple's marriage rose. So this is what was on his profile, though, when he was on. So his profile was Mr. Big NYC. And it said, looking to enjoy the finer things life has to offer. Total respect for my situation and yours, but looking for a beautiful, sexy woman who wants to be treated like a woman, engage socially and intellectually and see where it goes from there. But no stress and no pressure. Looking for opportunities to wine and dine and have discreet experiences. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't think this is a guy who never cheated, right? Right. And and I'm not here... pour salt in anyone's wound, obviously. Like I don't share any of this because I just take so much pleasure in people's infidelity. I share this and all this backstory because to me, it just, as a viewer, and I think our our listeners who are also watching this are likewise confused. Why would she say that he's never cheated? She would have been right. so much better off, Chandler, by just saying that was a terrible time and we have healed and we have right. moved on and it took a lot of work. Like if she had said that, I would have been like, wow, so much respect for her. You know, I would have just, been like, okay, mic drop, it's over. Right, right. And I think she kind of gets to that point where she says it was humiliating, it was all these things, you know, but we like stuck it out and we're still married. And she kind of gets to that place of being more honest and real about it. But I think what bugged me about this in- interaction is how she was just kind of like, well, he didn't cheat. It's actually, you know, funny that you guys think that, but he didn't cheat. And it, and it totally. trying to make the other women exactly. feel dumb for even bringing it up, which I'm sure was like a, a strategy of hers. And I think like, he was on a website where it's called life is short, have an affair. Like, don't make us feel dumb for thinking that there was potential for him to cheat. Also, I just felt like she kind of brought up like, well, you guys are all divorced and Mm -hmm. I'm the only one still married. And I just, I mean, I don't think there's any virtue in just staying married for the sake of 
never getting divorced. Like, I think that's such a toxic thought. Like, I think that if a relationship becomes unhealthy and someone betrays the fundamental trust within the relationship, there's no honor in keeping just right, staying right. married because you don't want to get a divorce I at mean, all. I think, too, I mean, who knows what conversations they've had, but to anybody with two eyeballs, the math doesn't math there. And when she keeps repeating my truth, it just, it's just kind of like a non-starter. It's like, you know what? This person needs to like live in this reality to make her life work. And that's okay. Right. And that's okay. And that's what, you know, people have to do. But yeah. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Lauren, the wall behind you, it's quite barren. What's going on there? (laughs) You know what? I find getting things framed to be very stressful. And so I've just never done it. I don't basically have anything framed in my home. And it's sad for me. It's very sad, which is why we are so lucky to be sponsored by Framebridge right now. Yes, I am so excited to correct this wrong in my life. What's so great about Framebridge is for other people also intimidated by a gallery wall, if you go on their website, you can just very quickly, easily upload like five photos or whatever it is, and they will send you different dimensioned cube frames, beautiful, sleek, modern, so you can just hang your gallery wall and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a layperson like yourself. Everyone, see why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, the other thing, Chandler, I want to tell you about was my New Year's. Oh, yeah. Tell me about your New Year's. Is it crazy? Wait, how was your New Year's? You're with it the was great. Ben's family. Was it what wild? I've been in Florida with Ben's family. It's been wonderful. No, it it was great. We like uh, we did fireworks on the beach, and that was really fun. It's been so nice to be in the warm weather, and it's been very chill and like truly relaxing time, and great to be with everyone. So, oh, been- good, good. Well, I went out with my friends to dinner last night. Okay. We went to a little Mexican spot in Laguna. I had one espresso martini. Okay. One margarita. Okay. Okay. Then we left the restaurant. We Ubered to the house. Okay. Okay. At the house, I proceeded to have a glass of champagne. Okay. Okay. And so like that three, probably four drinks, I would say total, given that as you know, martinis have more alcohol in them. Anyway. So I am having a great night. Everything is going well. It's fun. We decide, you know, it's gonna we're gonna leave. It's like twelve thirty, and our one friend Nick has like barely drank all night, so he okay. can drive. We get in the car. The car is packed, obviously, because he's giving everyone a ride. He's the DD, but he did have one drink at like seven o'clock. Okay. So he's just like, I don't want to get pulled over right now. Obviously it's New Year's. Right. So he's like, I'm going to take the back roads in Laguna to get home. Okay. Or to get, to get back to PCH or whatever. So this is for anyone who doesn't know, Laguna Beach is like very hilly. It's very windy. So he proceeds and he has like this like manual transmission car, this Audi that like, it's actually very nice. And anyway, but it was a little jerky of an experience. Sure. Okay. And so I'm sure our astute listeners know where this is going. I'm Did in you the middle of the backseat. 
I'm in the middle back seat. Oh gosh. And I got so car sick. <gasps> oh no. And I'm I am packed like a sardine with everyone. It was two seconds before I said the words, I think I'm gonna get sick. And vomit <laughs> starts coming out oh, of gosh. my mouth. <gasps> Fully throwing up in the back seat <gasps> of the car. Oh my gosh. So th- Luckily, our dear friend Chris, who gave a speech at our wedding, yeah. had, his boss had given him a leather embossed uh, binder with his name on it. Luckily, I had that in my hands. <laughs> so I was v- vomiting <gasps> into this custom leather embossed binder. How was it even holding it though? Like, was it zip up? It was on the front of it. It just, it wasn't really okay. holding it. It was just the thing that was in my sure, hands sure. as I was trying to oh cover my, my mouth. Is Kagan next to you? Where's Kagan? Kagan, Kagan's actually at the divorce attorney right now. Yeah. Um, he was next to me at the time. Oh so my gosh. Everyone. So he proceeds to pull up. Nick pulls over. Everyone flees the vehicle, right? Right. I get out. I'm in a dress, tights and heels. Ugh. Which vomit is now all over everything. Oh, God. Luckily, I think because of the way I was sitting and because of this leather notebook, I managed to contain the vomit to my body as much as possible. Although our friend Jackie did say that she thinks everyone got misted. Oh, Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. I'm just trying to laugh about it now. Yeah. Anyway, we got out of the car. Kagan's like, take off your dress. Yep. By the way, it is pitch black. Yep. Like, 1 a.m. and we're like on the side of this residential street right okay chris had some clothes in the back of the car he had like a sweatshirt and a pair of shorts somehow (laughs) so anyway kagan's like take off your dress take off your dress and so right (laughs) my dress and he hands me the sweatshirt he's like take off your tights take (laughs) off your tights and so then i do and literally rest in peace my dress tights and shoes oh my gosh everything everything gone because also I mean, it's like not gonna the bring- minute, well, the, yeah, the minute everyone smells it, then everyone else is a goner. Yeah. And like, we're not going to bring that stuff back into the vehicle. Right. Right. So did anything get on the car? I actually think the car was spared. I did send him $150 this morning. Oh my so gosh. So have car detailed. So anyway, so I proceeded to drive home in a pair of like basketball shorts and a sweatshirt and it was... Did mom see you when you came no, home? Did mom see you when you came And home? no shoes. Well, it was so funny because I called mom on the way home. And I was like, mom, please. I called her multiple times. She wasn't answering. I was like, mom, please make sure the door is not locked. Because I cannot get right, home. Right, And like, we can't get in, you know? Right. So anyway, so she she did. And I told her the story this morning. Um, she was like, you didn't sound drunk on the phone. And I was like, I wasn't. But... Well, I mean, honestly, I, swear, too, I just got car sick, everyone. Well, I remember so many times like leaving a party in LA or leaving something and not having drink to excess, but obviously Ubering. And the minute I'm in a car and it's moving and I am looking at my phone or I am not fully staring straight ahead and I have had alcohol, like I am sick. Like I, it, it's actually a miracle that I, uh, that I've never like, th- that I never threw up. Um, had this experience well no i've definitely like i've definitely had that type of experience but i've never like thrown up in an uber or thrown something. up in a car yeah 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 right i don't think so no it's anyway. awful i'm so sorry that's like oh it's the worst wow it's just the worst and then you just like wake up the next day and you just feel like such a piece of trash no like such a trash can of a human person it's not a big deal it happens to everyone 
It was super classy. I think though, I think espresso martinis do you in. The times where I've gotten sick, it's been from espresso martinis. It's way too much. It's way, it's way, way too, much. too much. So I think that should bring us, Chandler, to the things we want to change in mm-hmm. 2024. Please. We did bring our New Year's resolutions for everyone to hear about the things that we want to change in our lives, the people we want to become, the things we want to aspire to in 2024. So do you want to start with one or should I? I, I think you have a lot more to work on. So I think you should start. Let's get, give you a head start. Okay, perfect. Well, the first thing, one of my New Year's resolutions in 2024 is to try new things like nicotine gum. Okay. Or like... Actually? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, weren't these supposed to just be like funny? Like, I know, I'm New sorry. Not real New Year's resolutions. I'm sorry. I just couldn't tell by your tone of voice. I was like, you and you honestly, you get on kicks. <laughs> you get on kicks. So I just have an open mind typically. <laughs> no, I don't want to try nicotine <laughs> okay. gum, Chandler. One thing I really want to work on, and this is hard for me. Okay. This is really hard for me, and I, I know other people struggle okay. with it. I want to be able to post a photo dump that doesn't include a thirst trap of myself. Chandler, I feel like that's a bad – I feel like that is not a good resolution. I feel like we need more thirst traps of you online. I think I need to – I could be a little bit less vain. Well, but on that same note – I will say I do have another resolution that doesn't even involve me, but that does involve my vanity. And that is that I want more photos of me on Ben's Instagram, if that's possible. Mm. Okay, that is a good resolution. Right? That's really good. I would like I would like Kagan to change his Instagram photo from the – it's the same photo from when I met him to a picture of us as a couple. Yes. I actually – Ideally also, at our wedding. I also want Ben to change his Instagram profile pic. You know what? I should ask Kagan to change his profile picture. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a picture of Kagan's hand with his wedding ring on. Yeah. And then <gasps> I'm going to jailbreak oh on Kagan's phone to change, that's change gorgeous. it to just a close-up of his wedding that's, ring. That's obviously so funny. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> and then change his handle to like hilarious. Kagan Atkinson Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lauren's husband. Wait, that's honestly, maybe the episode should be resolutions for our partners. And do you have any resolutions you want Kagan to get to have? Well, you know, not off the top of my head, Chandler. Do you have any for Ben? Yeah. Ben's got to work on his screen time. Because ever since I took up a hobby that's not being on my phone, i.e. knitting, I am just really, really tuned into how much he's like scrolling. And it's, we've had several come to Jesus moments about it. I mean, this was was supposed to be lighthearted New Year's resolutions that weren't serious at all. But I will say that I do feel robbed of the relationship I would have had and the family experiences I would have had without devices. Like, I think about so much the way that me and Kagan, like, at the end of the day, we'll just go on our phones rather than, like, I feel like we used to turn to each other for entertainment Mm -hmm. and connection because life, you know was either life was long and the days were long right there's nothing to do but read or look at the sky or whatever you know so you got to turn to the art of conversation um and connection and i just feel like now we don't have those organic moments anymore because we just have these like mind sucking brain right, right. numbing devices in our paws at all moments we never have to be bored i want like a jeff bezos esque night you know i want to i want to look into your eyes i want to plan with you like that's the mm-hmm. type of engagement that i'm expecting <laughs> i want to listen and laugh yes yes that's the type of presence pre- being present yeah. and engagement i'm one mm-hmm. anyway yeah. okay 
Keep dreaming, baby. What's another one? Okay, so I would like to either get a famous friend or a friend with an elevator in their home. Mm, you're closer to that that's than a me. New Year's re- that's and a New Year's resolution. I think it could happen. I think it could absolutely I, happen. I feel like one of our great family friends when we were young, our parents would take them, another big Mormon family in Orange County. They had an elevator in their home. Do you remember this show? Oh, yes. That literally came to mind when he first brought it up. And I just felt like that was really fun for us. It was so fun. It was the coolest thing about my childhood, hands down. (laughs) (laughs) And I would like to give that experience to my children. I'm really just thinking about my kids in the future. That's a great one, Lauren. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Do you have another one you can share? I'm this. This is a resignation. So something I grapple with is obviously my back to screens and devices and my relationship with my phone. But this resignation is that I'm just... I'm never going to be able to fully give up Instagram. In fact, I saw someone on my feed say, uh, you know, hey, I'm going to spend 2024 off of Instagram. So, you know, send me a text or an email, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm never going to be able to. I've got got chains. I've got chains to my iPhone. And I think what is helping me is I'm just, I'm releasing the dove of I'm giving up Instagram. I'm never going to be able to really release that dove. And that in itself is a release. (laughs) <laughs> you're releasing yourself so we're by the way we're at new year's resignations now so these are the things that we have resigned ourselves to the uh-huh. dreams that we are accept that are dashed the reality of who we are that we are accepting okay yes. these are new year's resignations as well so chandler thank you for that you know chandler you're accepting that you're never gonna pull a Pam- pamela anderson where you're going to say Everyone, you know, posting a beautiful photo of yourself. This will be my last post on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to return to the things that I truly love. Nature, painting, watercolor, <laughs> spending time with my cherished loved ones, the smiles of, you know, of children, rain falling on the leaves. I want that so bad. I want that dramatic exit. I apologize as I, you know, exit this app and return to the physical world. No, you're never going to do that. And you know what, Chandler? I actually think that's commendable because it's embarrassing when people do that. And they, the people that do that never stick to it. Pamela, right. no one is on Instagram more now than Pamela Anderson. It's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Hit me with another. Okay. So I'm still on my resolutions, but I do have a resolution in 2024 to either share a dream with my Uber driver or mm-hmm. ask my Uber driver if he could share one of his dreams with me. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> I, I just love think it would be really fun to have an even lower rating on Uber yeah. than I what's, do now. Well, what's your rating? I think it's like four or six. Oh, yeah. Because I'm always late. I, I mean, I've been in an Uber with you. I, it, sh- it should be much lower. You are nice to Uber drivers, except for the one time when you were voice texting and you asked the Uber <laughs> driver to turn off their voice directions because you were too busy voice texting. Oh, that was annoying. That, that was, was so annoying. I was annoyed. Um, <laughs> I was annoyed by you. I was like, I was like, I cannot believe I'm in a car with this bitch. Okay. Chandler, I'm going to move on to my New Year's resignations. You ready for these? Okay. Yes, I'm ready. The first is that, Chandler, I'm going to resign myself that our podcast will never be an overnight sensation. Yeah. <laughs> That shit fully sailed. Like that shit probably sailed two years ago, but we've been telling ourselves that it can still sail. And it's like, it's an over year sensation, an over lifetime sensation. I just feel like 
people, whenever I see a review or someone writes like, these girls are going to blow up or people say nice things like, you know, these girls are inevitably going to blow up and whatever, whatever. I don't want them to get big because right, I like right. how, you know, they are now. I don't want them to, I don't want them to change. Well, you know what? Um, Kelsey from New Jersey, it's not going to happen. It's not happening. It like it's going to happen anytime soon. You know what it feels like? So don't worry. You know, like that ride at Disneyland, Splash, you know, Splash Mountain, where it's like the crickety, crickety, like, <laughs> ascent. And it just feels like you and I have been on that. <laughs> for so damn long and we just think it's gonna it's gonna end soon we're gonna like we're gonna be able to reach the top and it just we it's just still pretty crickety oh yeah i mean it has we've been on we've been on the ascent that's so true chandler <laughs> for a very long time a slow slow ascent. slow ascent to a couple feet in the air okay another one i have okay this is actually brings me back to a story from our trip Chandler, I'm resigning myself to my reality, which is that I'm never going to have a husband who wants to take me shopping and spoil me. Yeah, it's never going to happen. You don't have a Mr. Big NYC who wants to treat you like a woman. <laughs> Wine and dine no. and show you the finer things. <laughs> Engage me socially? Yes. And, what is engaged socially? Intellectually? And intellectually. <laughs> what does that even mean? No, like engaged I'm also. If you want to be discreet, why are you trying to engage someone socially? Like, why are you trying to be spotted? Okay, Mr. Big NYC. Yeah. Okay. When we went to St. Bart's, I do actually have a story I'm going to tell about St. Bart's on the Patreon because I think it's an important story I want to share, but it's very intimate. Is it like a parable from St. Bart's? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's an important story for people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Chandler, you are exactly right. Sermon on St. Bible. <laughs> I found some Bible verses that I believe connect to the sea outside Gypsy Beach or Nikki Beach <laughs> that I'm dying. No, no. Um, I, It's a very vulnerable story about okay. something that happened. And I don't want to share it with everyone, but I will share it on Patreon. So okay. um, that's coming on Friday. But anyway... No. So when Kagan and I first got to St. Bart's, we arrived at 8 a.m. Our flight was at 6.45. And we had nothing to do until we could check into our Airbnb. And so we went and got a little breakfast. And then like still, you know, it's 11 a.m. till we can check in. So we we hit the shops together in St. Bart's at 10 a.m. when they opened. This is not something we would ever do ordinarily. Kagan does not like to shop. Honestly, one of our big fights, one of our like few big fights was in Spain when we were first dating. And I got mad at him because he had a super bad attitude when I wanted to shop together in Spain. Anyway. Yeah, it's pretty rude. We go into Cartier and I was trying on some things. And (laughs) before we left, I looked over at Kagan. You know, he's just like sitting down, you know, at the front, completely disinterested. Right. Could not care less. Might as well be like, like your son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I turn to him and I say, I think I'm ready. Is there anything you want to see me in before we go? And, he, <laughs> and he's like so confused by this sentence. He's like, what? I'm like, is there anything you've been dying to see me try on that you want to see me in before we leave? <laughs> And he's like, uh, I actually need to take a shit. So can we get out of here? <laughs> Literally verbatim what he said. 
So wow. So then you wanted to have like we a proceeded a frost yourself moment with Kikin and Cartier. Yeah. Well, I think that in my at least I think there are some husbands, yeah. at least in my fantasy world, that do like you know, like Simon in St. Bart's with Alex McCord. You know, he wants to see her in the dress. He wants her to twirl around right, in it. Right. He wants to tell her how good she looks in it. Right. You know, that's that's a thing some couples do. Yeah. That's not an activity in my well, marriage Let me just say that Kagan cannot be further from that man. <laughs> it's actually shocking to me that these two men shared a similar DNA or whatever because it's oh my gosh. complete opposite. That's so funny. Yeah, that. That's absolutely the case. And anyway, it was just so funny, though, because as we walked through the shops, continuing to kill time, every time we, before we would leave, I would say, is there anything you want to see me in before we before we go? I think I'm ready to go. <laughs> so anything you're dying to see me in? Let's just, let's just get it over with. Like no. anything you want to pick out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, yeah, that's my New Year's resignation. I'm, I don't have a husband who wants to shop with me and spoil me. The other New Year's resignation I could come up with was that I'm never going to be considered one of the great thinkers of my time, which was something I aspired to at one point <laughs> like, at like 11. Oh, um, gosh. But I was delusional enough as a child. I mean, I just don't think anybody with a podcast is going to be one of the greatest thinkers of our time. I'm sorry. I don't think any interesting thoughts. So I trust me, I don't think that's ever going to be a reality. That's for sure. I feel like here's the thing. We had a really, I think we had a really cute episode. It's called New Year's Resignations. It's like eight months into starting the podcast or six months into yeah. sp- starting the podcast. I feel like I took all the good ones then. So it was hard for me to come up with new ones. Right. Well, and I just think we're, so, we're the yeah. same people. We don't have any new resignations. We're, the same. we're just resigning to be the same lazy, half-assed people we've always been. Okay, Chandler. Well, it's been a wonderful experience recording with you today in 2024. So happy to be back with our listeners Mm -hmm. on this beautiful podcast on this beautiful Wednesday morning as they're listening. So happy to be back. I want to do a quick plug for our latest Patreon because Ben and I actually listened back to it. We it was so funny. We were like honestly enjoying listening to it. I even said to him like, "We can turn this off," and he was like, "No, I want to keep listening." Most recent Patreon is like a very fun Q and A. It's just lighthearted, but we get into like quite a bit. And yeah, anyway, if you if you are interested in it, it's on our Patreon. The Patreon is subscriber ep- slash subscriber episodes. You can't miss them, everyone. And they're a big part of, of this podcast. Okay. So when you don't subscribe, you do something terrible in your life. Yeah, you heard us. All right, Chan. Well, love you guys for listening. Love you, Chandler, for being my sister and my co-host. We'll be back on Friday on Patreon and with a new episode for subscribers. So we're excited to do that. And happy 2024. Happy New New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, baby. Talk later. Bye. Bye. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday. Bye.